weird. Way to hit the mic. What's up? Anything. What is up, Craig? <clears throat> Welcome. I am in COVID lockdown. Yes. In an undisclosed location. You're in Canada. Yay. Look beauty. at the background, eh? Yeah, beauty, eh? So, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, doing the same thing we've both been doing. Yeah. We are. Uh, this is the COVID edition of Weird. This is like the third COVID edition. Yeah. What? No, this is like the fourth. Is it? Yes. Like the third. I think it's the no, fourth. I think, it's like the third. I think it's the third. Yeah, maybe the third. No, it's fourth. Does, does, does it matter? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. You know what? All days are running together. Uh, um, time doesn't exist. I mean. But we have lots of COVID stories again. wonder why. Well, I do not know. Are you in a record store right now? No, man. I'm in my uh, music room. No, you're in a fake room. That's not real. No, it's real. Yeah. Right behind me. I'm going to switch. What about this one? Oh, COVID. Big time. Wait, stick with the COVID. We may switch it up COVID. a little as we're going, but but those. I may not. Who knows? Those listening have no idea what we're No, we have, we're, we, we're on Zoom, so we have our own little backgrounds to entertain us. Yeah. But anyway, let's uh, just jump right. Let's jump right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? what? My name is Craig. Oh, yeah. My name's Aaron. And this is the Weird News Podcast. This is weird. We're bringing you all the news that you can use to blow a fuse, and it's all true. Um, and uh, we're normally That's, at either the alternate studio or at the Leeberry studio. Now we're at the alternate, alternate studio. We need a name for this studio. Uh, virtual studio. Virtual. We're at the virtual studio. The today. virtual compound. Anyway, we've got lots of weirdness coming up. We've got a story about a woman shooting at uh, workers. We've got... Uh, We've got uh, fake COVID stuff. We have uh, voodoo stuff. Dead, dead birds and stabbed dolls. Yeah, that's the voodoo stuff I was discussing. We got Prickles the Sheep is back. What? Yes, Prickles the Sheep is back. Oh, we got a great food fight story. This cracks me up. Uh, and then we've got the truth about the 5G towers that, that started all this uh, COVID-19 stuff. The 5G yeah. towers yeah, yeah. are responsible? Yeah, 5G towers. You know, I mean, come on. Act, don't act like you don't know, Craig. I don't know, Craig. Okay, ready? Here we go. Oh, we got to start now. No, wait. I hit the wrong one. All right, ready? What is wrong with you? Do you have the COVIDs? <laughs> I'm, I'm, this, I'm not used to the virtual studio yet. I'm virtually confused. Okay? I'm not used to any of the equipment. Are you ready? Story. Woman opens fire on cell tower workers hundreds of feet in the air. Yeah. You want to know why? Was she in the air or were they in the air? They were in the air. How do we know that she wasn't in the air? That's a good question. She could, she could have been hovering above them. That's like we don't know what if, if Bingo was the dog's name or the farmer's name. Good, Are good. you having an issue over there? <laughs> I've got to be careful with my hands. Do we need to take your buttons away? We don't know if Bingo was the dog or the farmer. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that back up. <laughs> Which is it? What do you think? Uh, it was the dog. How do you? Man. Why? 
because he had a dog, and then the dog was the it doesn't say that. Of the, of the, it says no, he said he had a dog, and Bingo was his name. No, here's it what it says. Say, here's what it says. There was a farmer had a dog, and Bingo was his name. Oh, yeah, yeah the dog's name was Bingo. No, the farmer who had a dog's name was Bingo. You're just a flat earther troublemaker. <laughs> That's all you are. <laughs> oh, I'm wheezing. I've got the COVIDs. No, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Alex, do you want to hear the story? I do. I do. Alec, Alexander County, uh, North Carolina, cell tower workers, the brave souls who climb, uh, crazy souls. My uh, nephew, climb, Jonathan, I know, used to do that. I know. Jonathan yeah. does that. I know. JD. Um, um, the brave souls who climb hundreds of feet into the air to make sure your cell phone works have a terrifying enough job, but police said the Alexander County woman made it even scarier by shooting them, shooting at them, shooting them. this weekend. <laughs> Susan Moose. That's Susan <laughs> Allen Moose, isn't it? Susan Allen Moose, hello dear, uh, <laughs> has been charged with assault with a deadly weapon after court documents state she fired a 22 revolver at the cell phone tower worker. Oh, 22s. It, it, it's a, they, I don't know. Putting them under deadly you. weapon is kind of, it would kill you. You could still, you could, I mean, you, you could, I guess if you had really Dude, good, if aim. you want, we will do a demonstration. We'll see. You, <laughs> you sure? No, man, you're not shooting me. Susan Moose. Hello there. Um, let's see. Channel nine. Got a hold of the 911 call made from the tower. They made it from the tower. Well, sure, they were there right were, there. Uh, where a three-person crew was doing work south of Taylorsville. I've got a lady across the street that's been yelling and raising heck since we've been here. That we're on her property. <laughs> and now, their shots have been fired. The caller told the dispatcher, I've got two guys on the tower. And in the Woolworths. <laughs> Deputies said when they arrived, Moose, hey do dear, was armed with two axes. What? She's going to cut the tower down. I'll get like, two boys down. She was spinning them around <laughs> and, a, and barricaded herself inside a house across the street from the tower. Authorities were able to eventually get her out of the home. She was arrested and charged with misdemeanor assault with a deadly weapon and resisting arrest. Sheriff Chris Bowman said Moose uh, has contacted deputies previously over concerns about the tower. She's hearing voices from that tower. They're sending signals, this type of thing. I bet it. I Bowman bet. Told, I bet it's G five. What do you bet? Maybe Bowman told Channel Nine it concerns me that she has a weapon and actually discharged that <laughs> weapon. None of the workers were struck by the bullets. I think they were pretty scared. You think it was an honorary and, discharge? <clears throat> I think they were pretty scared. And they had reason to be scared when they called our 911 center, Bowman said. Moose is also accused of breaking into a neighbor's home. Good the grief. sheriff said Moose's weapons are no longer in her possession. She is scheduled to be in court on December 16th. They must be busy must. in that in that part of the town. Be because if she's not going to court till December 16th. Or it was last December. No, no, it's a recent story. Be Headline be is Florida man tried to use fake COVID-19 sign to dodge arrest. And this comes to us from Barden, Florida. You paying attention over there, Craig? Very much so. Are you? Because you don't look like it. Very much so. A wanted Florida man tried to keep officers away 
with a sign warning that he had tested positive for coronavirus. According to Putnam County Sheriff's Office, placing a fake COVID-19 sign on your door will not stop us from kicking it in when you have felony warrants for your arrest. I ain't scared. Joshua Allen Price, age 28, apparently scrawled COVID-19 infected since 4-8-20 in blue ink on his sheet of notebook paper and used electrical tape to stick it to his front door. Sounds like something do you we think do. He also, you think he also scri- he also scribed Hilter Skilter on something? <laughs> no. <laughs> Deputies and detectives pond or donned protective gear to arrest Price Thursday at uh, at the Barden, Florida residence. Price was wanted on a felony charge of flee and elude law enforcement in violation of probation warrants. The investigation revealed that the suspect created the fake sign. It was actually a real sign. It just looked like a kid did it yeah, with crayons. Who's to, say, who, who's to say whether they were imagining the sign was there? It, that's right. That's a right. Uh, that's a right. He tried, to, everyone. he tried to avoid arrest. The sheriff's office found no indication that Price had contracted COVID-19. This one gets pretty scary. You ready? This one's weird, which is you why we're covering the, it. You might, might want to turn the lights on for this one. Yeah. You ready? My lights are on. <clears throat> okay, good. But nobody's home. Yeah, they are too, because this one's eating my popcorn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Law enforcement investigating second sight of dead birds and stabbed dolls. What? Yeah. White Sulphur Springs. That's racist. West Virginia. Mount uh, Mama. What? Mountain Mama. Mountain Llama? <laughs> what did you say? I said Mountain Mama. You said West Virginia. That's oh, a. <laughs> But you said mountain llama. <laughs> Take me home. <laughs> hey, that's a band name for tonight. Mountain llama. <laughs> a second scene of dead birds and other odd objects was discovered in White Sulphur Springs. That's racist. Near Blue Bend. That's the racist. The photo gallery chronicles the objects left behind, which were discovered by a man fishing in the area. What? That's racist. Blue Band. It is racist. It is Greenbrier hey. County. Yeah, Greenbrier, different one. County Sheriff's Office, Division of Natural Resources, and White Sulphur Springs Police are investigating. Investigators with the West Virginia Division of Natural Resources, Sergeant Andy Lyons, said crimes under investigation appear to be environmental in nature, as well as animal cruelty following the discovery of dead birds at the site. Birds drop out of the sky every day. But this one was weird. There's a lot of there's a lot of pictures. Was he wearing a funny hat? <laughs> yeah, it came from Vegas. It had a little MAGA hat on. <laughs> <laughs> and we got, and let's see. Investigators could not immediately be researched for comment uh, on the Blue Bend site. Law enforcement is investigating after residents stumbled upon a bizarre scene in woods near Lake Sherwood. Um, Investigators with the West Virginia, uh, West Virginia Division of Natural Resources. Speaking uh, of that. Andy Lyons said crimes. Why? This is a repeat of what it already said at the top. Uh, what, what the heck? Wait, what lake was this? Uh, this was Lake Sherwood. Oh, that reminds me. Mr. Sherwood was asking about you last week. Who's Mr. Sherwood? Sure would be nice if you buzz off. <laughs> <laughs> be nice if you didn't repeat sentences in these stories when you put them together. Hey, look, I don't write the news. 
There were also dolls with needles sticking out of them. Greenbrier, Greenbrier uh, County Sheriff's Office Division of Natural Resources and White Sulphur Springs Police are investigating. Headline is, Prickles the Sheep returns home to Dun Alley Farm. Uh, <laughs> Dun Alley Farm after fleeing two th- uh, 2013 bosh fi- uh, bushfires. What? Can you? What are you saying? I'm saying that he f- he f- he fled 2013 bushfires. He fled 213 uh, 2013 bushfires. That's a lot of bushfires. Oh wait, no, I read that wrong. He fled bushfires in 2013. Just now returning home. So what it is, Craig? We had a baby sheep that took off because it, the heat was on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, the jig was up. Prickles the sheep ran for her life from her Dun Alley farm at the height of the 2013 Tasmanian bushfires. The fleecy fugitive <clears throat> has been on the lamb <laughs> or run ever since. <laughs> been on the lamb, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> now an isolation expert after seven years in the bush, Prickles has been gone. Did caught. you like that? No. Farmer Alice Gray. I bet you didn't know that I could do that, did you? I had no idea, but it's nice to know. (laughs) Farmer Alice Gray told Helen Shield on ABC Radio that the sheep was a sight to behold after missing seven rounds of shearing. It's shearing? She's absolutely mad. Uh, No, no, no. She's absolutely round, Miss Gray said. She's a great big fluffy ball of wool. She looks very healthy and she's very happy now uh, with some of her little friends. Say hello to my little friends. Miss Gray and her family were celebrating her son Barley's sixth birthday when they spotted Prickles. Uh, the family has been self-isolating on the farm and for a change of scenery went to the back paddock for a barbecue. Hey, Aaron. Yeah? Aaron. What? <laughs> we saw this big white fluffy thing on the other side of the dam, she said. The party then turned into a sheep chase. So all what? these a sheep a, ch- a sheep chase. My husband disappeared. <laughs> and gave me a call, Puffin. Said he'd chased her. And did you he- say? Did you say Carl Puffin? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> My husband disappeared and gave me a call, Puffin, saying he'd chased her and leapt on her, and she was holding. He was holding her down, and we all had to go and help. Miss Gray said. They wrangled pickles, prickles into the back of the of a ute. What's a ute? Ute, you know, two utes. <laughs> the two what? The, the two utes. Prickles. To pickles. Ute. Sorry. Prickles has been in good paddock, so to speak, a two hundred acre bush block. The family does not gray sheep there, but they knew pickles was out there somewhere. Prickles uh, would have been a little lamb when she ran away because she still had her tail. Uh, we caught a few glimpses of her over the years, including when she snuck up on a night camera we had put out for looking for deer. Prickles is a bare-faced Merino, kind of like Dan Marino. So are you. Which meant she was able to survive out in the bush. I have no idea what that sentence means. That's why she. I, don't was, have, I have no idea what any of this means. That's why she was okay with being shorn for so long because she didn't grow wool on her face. Oh, she's a bare-faced Merino, Craig. Oh no! Yeah, that means she can't. She's like you. She can't grow a beard. That is also true. <laughs> okay, here's the one I've been looking for. Hang on though. I, I, you say something for a minute, would you? I'm not saying anything. Go You're say not something. Make me say anything. All right, here we go. You're not gonna make me say anything. 
I love this story. Thinking about marrying it. I bet you're kind of worried now you know that I can do sounds over here, aren't you? <laughs> what is that? Those are banana heads. Oh, okay. Well, there's three. I'm looking at three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Minneapolis man gets attacked with a Chipotle burrito bowl. This is weird gold right here. This is beautiful. Yeah. And this the way you got a picture of this happening in your mind as you're reading it because it's Completely hilarious. A driver's trip through Minneapolis on a warm Saturday took a turn for the worse as a passing motorist chucked a Chipotle burrito bowl through his open window. Blake Allen Ritland. No, no, no. He's a good guy. No, no, no. Blake's the good guy. Blake's the good guy. (laughs) Was driving down Hennepin Avenue when a bowl with all the fixings, (laughs) including sour cream, came flying through the window and onto his dash. (laughs) There's pictures, too, online. He shared the results of the drive-by on Twitter with his tweet, having since been shared more than 11,000 times. <laughs> Ritland uh, tweeted, Hope the person who threw their Chipotle burrito bowl at me while driving down Hennepin had a good laugh. It was a beautiful day. I'm driving down the street with my windows down, minding my own business. Next thing I know, Chipotle is all over. He wrote on Twitter in a southern accent. <laughs> While driving in Twin Cities, it's oh. really, you know, it pro- <laughs> you're right. Yes, this is while driving in Twin Cities. Can have its share of frustrations at times. Britland says that, to his knowledge, the attack was completely unprovoked. Jeffrey the Geek asked via Twitter, "I'm sorry, but I have so many questions. <laughs> Did you do anything to provoke it? Were you driving or parked?" Were they? Was your window down? <laughs> if both driving, were you driving in opposite directions or were you side by side or and they presumably drove off? Ritland responded, nothing to provoke it. We were both driving. Yes, my window was down, driving same direction. I was in the right hand <laughs> lane and they were in the left. Before I had comprehended what happened, they sped off and I didn't get a look at them. <laughs> And later, he didn't even know this burrito, yeah. big burrito bowl comes from. It was like a, it was like a ninja, a Chipotle ninja. <laughs> uh, and later added, "I want to clear some things up. A lot of people are like, what did you do to provoke getting Chipotle thrown at you? Thrown at you? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. It was a beautiful day. I'm driving down the street with the windows down, minding my own business. Next thing I know, Chipotle is all over. You okay? Yes." He showed a he showed about three different pictures of his car. There's probably, I gotta look it up while it you're talking. It looks like a burrito exploded in his driver's seat. What would you think if you're just driving down the road and a burrito comes flying through the window? I mean, I've heard of birds flying through open windows. You know, an owl once flew in somebody's open window. A burrito. We've had a lot of a lot of burritos thrown. I don't see the story. Oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, say, pull the picture up and share your screen. Uh, I don't know that I can actually share my screen. Hold on one second. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm on a different screen. Oh, hold forget on. about it. We're, record- about we're recording it. here. Yeah, I'm like, it was it's it's pretty funny looking though. There's like lettuce and man, what a mess to clean up. I'm telling you, 
It is. That's that's the kind of humor that really really gets me going. All right, headline the, is. You said that's the kind of humor. <laughs> headline is conspiracy theorists burn 5G towers claiming a link to virus. This comes to us from London. The CCTV footage. You ever watch CCTV? <laughs> no. It's a pretty good channel. No, no you uh, the CC- the- hey, I got something. For- I got something for you, by the way. What do you got? What- what's up? The- <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what? What's all over my car? <laughs> what a mess! <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, go ahead. All right. The headline is: Conspiracy theorists burn 5G towers, claiming link to virus. Uh, the CCTV footage from Dutch Business Park shows a you know man. What? I, I, you know, I quit watching CCTV when they made it. They they stripped it out of the basic package. Yeah, but, and then they added commercials, which really yeah, made yeah. me mad. I was like, first at one minute you're watching a guy prowling around somebody's window, CC, and then suddenly there's like a, a commercial, yeah, that, you know, for some cruise or something. And I then the next minute, uh, CC's on stage with Poison, you know, and, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, I've seen this movie, and and then mm-hmm. a commercial pops up, and we should probably keep moving. I just think we're losing it on this one. The CCTV footage from a Dutch business park shows a man in a black cap pouring the contents of his of a white container at the base of a cellular radio tower. Flames burst out as the man jogs back to his Toyota to flee into the evening. It's a scene that's been repeated dozens of times in recent weeks in Europe where conspiracy theories linking new 5G mobile networks to the coronavirus pandemic are fueling arson attacks on cell towers. Have you heard about this conspiracy, Craig? Any? No, I have not. I have not. Well, I have, and... I do a lot of research for the podcast, so I see a lot of weird news. And this is the first story that I'm bringing to the show. But there's a lot of story. A lot of people believe that the 5G is causing all kind of stuff, and it's going to be the death of us. No. Yeah, check it out. And see what you because I know you like a good conspiracy theory. I mean, I do. So, so check it out. It's what I'm saying. Popular beliefs and uh, conspiracy theories that wireless communications pose a threat have long been around but the global spread of the virus at the same time that countries were rolling out fifth generation wireless technology has seen some of those false narratives amplified uh probably amplified very good if they're on 5g i would think officials in europe and the u.s are watching the situation closely and pushing back concerned that attacks will undermine vital telecommunication links at a time they're most needed to deal with the pandemic I'm absolutely outraged, absolutely disgusted that people would be taking action against the very infrastructures that we need to respond to this health emergency. Stephen Prowess, medical director of the National Health Service in England, said in early April. You know, our 5G, it goes to 6. Yeah, I know, and that's the important thing. That's what makes it different it's from like the other one, ones. Is that it, it, it goes it's to one six. better. It's one louder, actually. It's actually one louder than the other ones. Remembering the great toilet paper shortage of 1973, I wasn't born yet, so I don't yes, remember you this, were. You were. You were in school at the time. Someone's about to turn 53 in a couple of weeks. Yes, week? you are. Yes, you are. No, what's are you your ready? birthday? When's your birthday? Was it coming up in two weeks? It's a little while off. No, I don't think it's that far. I think it's Alan's birthday's coming up. You'll be 57. You'll be 57 this year. I will not be 57. You look it. You should think about it. <laughs> My hair is getting gray, by the way. Not mine. It's uh, Yes, it is. You can't tell. Look. Anyway, one store manager marveled, 
they buy before we can put it on the shelf. I thought because there was going to be a shortage, I would come stock up, said one customer. But I see someone beat me to the punch. I'm trying to talk in goofy 70s. And this was just, I mean, this could have been a week ago. No, the 70s couldn't have been a week ago. (laughs) The story, those quotes could have been a week ago. Oh, yeah. Except there wouldn't be as much plaid. There probably would have been more polyester. What is that? That's an elk. That's an elk. Yep, it happened before. A toilet paper scare during the energy crisis of the early 1970s. Former CBS news reporter Sally Quinn covered the story at the time. Amidst, Amidst the recent preoccupation with the fuel shortage and the meat shortage, a new gap has appeared in the staples of the American household. The toilet paper shortage. Now, I remember the fuel shortage very I well. I remember all the lines. Yeah. Yes, having to wait in line. And, and you could only go to get gas on alternate days, depending on the... I just remember it, but I didn't get caught up in it because we were still young enough that it was like... In our area... Didn't, didn't care. In our area, it, it never got that way. But I remember seeing on the news, like California, where it was just everywhere. The lines for, were miles down the road. Um... Here's what happened back in December of 73. Oh, what a night. <laughs> Late December in 63? Back in 73. Oh, see, so yeah, I, I was around from then. Wisconsin. Huh? I was around then. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin. Okay. Harold Froelich releases a statement saying the next thing we're going to have to worry about is a potential toilet paper shortage. That, I already know the story. That's what started it. Yeah, it is. Well, no, no, no. Was, no, it wasn't. That's well, not what started it, he it. said it, but Johnny Carson's responsible. There you for, go. That's it. Yeah. The warning was picked up by late night King Johnny Carson writers who left out the potential part. Yes. Carson said during his Tonight Show monologue in, on December 19th, 1973, there's an acute, oh my God, I can't do a, uh, what is that? hey, that looks delicious. Yeah, it was. There. Uh, let's see. Carson said, there's an acute shortage of toilet paper in the good old United States. We got to quit writing on it. Ah, that's so funny. Um, The false alarm sent Carson's audience of almost 20 million running, as noted in the great toilet paper scare. One woman said, I'm used to being able to go when I want to and when I want uh, when I want to when I want to what able to go when I want to when I want to. She's got a problem with repeating herself, repeating herself. (laughs) She was skipping. All right. I think I'm going to have to start curbing my habits. You're right. Back then it was all LPs. She was probably skipping. You're right. People all over the country stormed supermarkets, grabbed as much toilet paper as they possibly could. A month later, CBS News' own uh, Walter Cronkite set, uh, set the record straight. The Scott Paper Company, citing panic uh, buying. You should do this in Walter's level. voice, by the way. Yeah. The Scott Paper Company. That's good. Not it's, it's it's okay to get the point across. No, it's good. The Scott Paper Company, citing panic buying on the retail level said today it's implementing an allocation system for the national distribution of toilet tissue. <laughs> Scott's spokesman, spokesman said unfounded rumors of a shortage has caused excessive demand at retail outlets. You should have done it a little faster. Let me try. The Scott Paper Company citing panic <laughs> buying the retail level said that it was implementing an allocation system. Look, if you just wanted to say it, you could have done it, not me. No, you did it. Well, you're going back now trying to make it. No, I was just trying. I just wanted to see if I could do it. We didn't want. We didn't want you to do that. Well, I did it. It's your. It's your. It's your story. Whatever. Gosh. Oh, the dogs are barking. Uh Oh, what's going on out there? Your feet hurting? 
And then Carson issued a clarification of sorts. For all my life in entertainment, I don't want to be remembered as the man who created a false toilet paper scare. Apparently, there's no shortage. I don't do a Johnny Carson. I was that, just that was, trying to get... I don't do a Johnny Carson. I don't think should. I don't do any impersonations. No, you do good. Huh? You do good. And there is no shortage today, but there is another panic. You do a good Christopher Walken. No, that's just because I accidentally, blo- I accidentally stumble and stop talking and then pick it back up again. It's also uh, very closely related to the Jeff Goldblum syndrome. What? You know, no. Yeah, Jeff. Oh, Jeff's, talk and then Jeff's, you, uh, Jeff's. Jeff, you yeah. kind of you finish later. Right. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Love Goldblum. He's great. He ain't bad. All right. We've got more coronavirus news here. Headline is man plays dead to circumvent coronavirus lockdown. So, Craig, there's videos floating around. You've probably seen people hiding in the bushes and wearing all kinds of silly disguises in order to go outside without being stopped by police. What? What is this? We can go out without being stopped by police. This is an article. But you can now add faking death to the list of things people have resorted to in order to circumvent the coronavirus lockdown. Speaking of death, have you seen Kim Kim Jong mm, lately? No, he's mis- he's disappeared. He he he's is, disappeared. He he's not uh, doing very well at all, from what I understand. I heard he's just gone. He's he's trying to. No, stay away he's from he's all. almost. De- they said that he's so sick um, that he's just in the hospital, and it can't be coronavirus because they don't have that in North Korea. It's not. It's not allowed. <laughs> They've it's no. Illegal. They just said that there's been no cases at all. The only country on the well, world. No, they're just not. They're just not repeat. They're just not reporting it. No, they said. They, they, they said none. I believe them. Okay, move along. Just like Italy, India imposed. Oh, I wish you were reading this because you do do a good Indian accent. No, not really. India imposed nationwide lockdown from last Wednesday to fight the spread of the coronavirus pandemic, which left many citizens stranded hundreds of kilometers away from home with no way to return. So, if you're in India, and they do a. a I'm not. If they do a stay safe at home uh, suggestion, you got to stay wherever you are. You can't even you can't even go back home like if you're at the store. That was the case with Hockam Den. Then I'm going to hunker down in somebody's palace in one of the richer parts. You remember Hockam Den? When that? Uh-huh. A, oh, I'm thinking Husker Do. They're kind of the same. You're thinking Husker Do? Yeah. 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 Hockam Den was a 70 year old. <laughs> Hockam Den is a 70 year old villager from Ponch in India's disputed Kashmir region. He was being treated for a minor head injury at a hospital in Jammu, a few hundred kilometers away from his home, when the lockdown was enforced, and he started looking for ways to get back home. So this ambulance driver suggested that he play dead in order to get past the checkpoints. He jumped at that opportunity. He said, heck yes, let's do it, but he said it in India. Heck yes, let's do it. According to Ponch, superintendent of police, Ramash Angrel, Din and three others managed to get past several control checkpoints by lying perfectly still under white covers. The ambulance driver also misled authorities by showing them a fake death certificate from the hospital. However, at the last checkpoint before they reached home, the ambulance was stopped and the dead bodies were inspected. What if they had been dead bodies? And you were you were in charge of inspecting them. No, thank you. A policeman there immediately figured out that the men lying covered inside the ambulance could be dead, could not be dead. Ang Ang girl said, 
The men were an angry, an angry girl said <laughs> the men were arrested and quarantined separately. The superintendent added, "They are now facing charges of cheating and defying the government's prohibitory orders." You ready for some exciting news? Well, yeah, man. Trump says he'll take a look at pardoning Joe Exotic from Tiger King. Is he going to pardon him for why he's in prison or pardon him for being on that show? No, he's going <laughs> to pardon him for what did he do? He Oh, he put a contract out on uh, Carol Baskin. Well, no, I think what they got him on was the animal cruelty stuff or the illegally trading animals and stuff. I think is what they eventually got him on. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's in trouble for, you know, he's, he's a bad dude. They apparently, no, he's um, not that bad. Oh, no. If you, if you watch the last episode, the guy that everybody likes, the hippie guy with yeah. the long, blondish hair, he claims that he'd walk up and just kill a tiger just because. Oh, um, I got it. I haven't seen. You're talking about the bonus episode they released. The one with Joel McHale. Yeah. I haven't I seen it saw, yet. I saw about 10 minutes of it, but in that ten, first 10 minutes, he talked about how he would walk up and just, uh, you know, then laugh about it and stuff. I'll have to watch he's, that. He's, he's obviously a messed up dude. He's he's yes. comical, but he's a messed up dude. Well, we've talked about it before, and they said it in the first episode. They said monkey people are weird, but big cat people are, are bat crazy. And I had read or something that he even like his. I don't know if this is true, but they were saying his his uh, like music videos weren't even him singing. It yeah, was somebody else. yeah, that's supposed to be in the last episode too. Lori called that the very first time they played one of his songs. She said that is not him singing. Did he sing at the funeral? Yes, he did, but it didn't. But he sang over a, uh, I think, a song that already had lyrics. Because <laughs> that's what vocals? I told Sarah. I said he was singing at that guy's wake or that guy's funeral, his first husband's funeral. He was saying a lot of stuff at that. <laughs> yes, he was. I mean, what, a, what a weird, weird time that was. Anyway, during Wednesday's White House Coronavirus Task Force press con- Task Force press conference, a reporter asked Donald Trump an unusual question about the popular Netflix show. So one of the biggest hits during the coronavirus, aside from these briefings, has been a show on Netflix called The Tiger King. And the man who, the man who's the star of this, who's a former zoo owner, who's serving 22-year prison sentence, he's asking you for a pardon, saying he was unfairly convicted, the reporter said. Your son said yesterday, jokingly, that he was going to advocate for it, and I was wondering if you'd seen the show, or in this case, the Chappelle typos what are you gonna do about it <laughs> and if you had any thoughts on pardoning joe exotic which son they said which son which son which son was it no no i was doing my which son yeah oh president trump asked uh, asked quipped must be don when told it was in fact don jr who made the remarks trump smiled and said i had a feeling it was uh i don't know i don't know i, don't, I know nothing about him He's, uh, he has 22 years for what? What did he do? Trump asked. He allegedly hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, <laughs> but he said that he didn't do it. He didn't do that, the reporter replied, before Trump interjected, do you think he did it? <laughs> Are you on his side? Are you recommending a pardon? <laughs> I want to see this. I want to see this presser. The reporter laughed and replied in the negative. You know you're not allowed to do that. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? Trump appeared to ask Secretary of State Mike Pompano, uh, Pompeo. Sorry, um, upon receiving the response, I'm not weighing in on the Tiger King. I do like Joe Exotic. Trump smiled and said, "I'll take a look." He's never uh, seen it. He just knows is it Joe. Joe Exotic. That's he, Joe Exotic. He, he knows Joe's popular. <laughs> he was. He was probably just making the guy. He probably was glad the guy wouldn't talk about anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We well, hit that fabulous Mark Patch theme. Are you ready? 
Yeah, waiting for you. Oh, hang on. I got to change. I got to change pages. This will just take a second. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. <sighs> top 10 things we're all doing while under coronavirus lockdown. This is from the top10s.com. So you know it's good. List. Worst ever. Number 10 of the top things we're doing while under lockdown. Dusting off old board games, jigsaw puzzles, and coloring books. Yeah. Not even playing them, just no, dusting no, them. just dusting them off. Yeah, because they've been yeah, sitting right. there for so long. And it's a good time to do it. Uh, number nine of the things we're all doing while under coronavirus lockdown, changing out our nighttime pajamas into our daytime pajamas. Uh, I don't have any pajamas. I, I don't. I just kind of like wake up wherever I land the night before, you know, just kind of like... <laughs> I don't I think get I've sleepy, ever. I fall over and wake up, and I remember as a little little bitty kid having pajamas that so had now, like had like footies in them, but that was like in the seventies. Number eight, exploring the dark recesses of the Netflix library. Yeah, speaking of uh, Tiger King, mm-hmm. uh, number seven of the top ten things we're all doing while under coronavirus lockdown: trying desperately and frustratedly. To get work done in the home environment, not me. Amen. I'm, I'm having a, but you're used to it. You work from home most yeah, of the time, anyway. I, I am very productive. I, I, I. I'm what? very productive here at home. Um, and I don't know if it's because, well, for one thing, I do know like the bathroom's much closer to my desk here than it is true. at the office. That's um, true. The kitchen. Hey, this is a great. This is a really great story, but I got we got like six more to get through. I'm just explaining that I think I, as if my boss were listening. I think I work better at home. She's right there, isn't she? <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, she's in the office. She has an official office at the house. I have a couch. That's my office. Okay. Well, whatever you got to do, right? I guess. Number six of the things we're all doing under coronavirus lockdown. Number six. Thinking of all the home projects that we could be doing and still not doing them. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm guilty of that one. Uh, number five, accumulating money that you would otherwise be wasting. On gas, for sure. Well, gas, records. I haven't been able to go to, to a record store in a month. I hope this teach, I'm going to hope this teaches you a lesson. I, I've been listening to, to music, and, and there's new albums that were supposed to be out this, this month, too. Alice Cooper, for example. Brand new album. Yeah. Movies and, and everything is getting pushed back. Yes. You saving money? On gas. That's we should it. go to the store. Well, well, we go to the store. As a matter of fact, I saw you today, by the way. Where? I had just come from Kroger and I was heading yeah. towards uh, Walmart. And well, you I only were, left once. That was about two hours ago or something. You were pulling out of a parking lot near uh, the post office. I don't know if it was Kroger. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Or. Oh, that was probably a late lunch or one o'clock, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, when, it was, was exactly a, when it was because I was. You'll, leaving be happy, lunch. You'll, you'll be happy. That was a little Caesars run. Mm. Best pizza in town. That, that Well, I'm not going to say that, but it was pretty good. No, it's good. That pizza. Cheese, cheese filled crust. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Hey, anyway, back to this. Um, let's see. Who did the last one? I did. I did accumulating money. Accum- oh, right, right, right. Number four of the things that we're all doing while under coronavirus lockdown only worrying about our appearance from the waist up because that's all that will be seen in the video conference. That's so true, too. Not really true. I, I get up in the mornings, take a shower, get dressed. Well, I, I do I'm, that, but I'm not I, worried. No, I'm saying I don't, I don't wear, like, 
Hawaiian shorts or something. And, you know, I'm I wear wearing... jeans, which I don't wear to the office. Oh, I get to wear jeans to the office. I could, so. but I just don't. I mean, there are no rules against it. I just choose to look my best. Whatever. So it's not working, huh? <laughs> or, is, or you're saying that's the best it gets. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Number three of the top 10 things we're all doing while under coronavirus lockdown video chatting with friends and family. Yeah. Oh, man. Number, number two. Yeah. Asking ourselves, am I hungry or bored? Yes, both. <laughs> Do Give me some I cookies. eat because I'm bored? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've packed on some weight. I haven't been on the scale. but I'm, Oh, I've been, I've been. You can see my face. I'm like, I'm being, <sighs> I think I'm everybody just, has, pretty much. Okay, the number one top ten thing we're all doing while under coronavirus lockdown, spending hours on the internet on our tiny phones while sitting in front of our computers. <laughs> that is absolutely accurate. <laughs> I will funny? give them that one. <laughs> That is absolutely accurate. I will. I do both. I kind of switch between that, the iPad, and the and the computer. And yeah. The phone. I go between all three of them. Same here. Depending on the mood. It's pretty funny. All right. Well, good. We're out of here. We're done. We are. This is it. Uh, I'd like to say hello to my pops. Hope you're doing well. I'm going to come by and see you soon. Oh, Craig, uh, moved my boy to Chattanooga. I know. You told us that in the last episode. Yeah. Did I? We argued, we argued about how long oh, the trip yeah. was. That's right. <laughs> there it is. That burrito. People just listening don't know what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> All right. Well, I look well, forward to uh, to seeing everybody or talking to everybody. Go, next I gotta go week. to Walmart and pick up some COVIDs. Pick up some what? Some COVIDs. COVID. COVID-19. Oh, yeah. They're on sale because the new 20 model's out now. The prices are dropping. Gas is $1.50 up here. Dollar forty nine, crazy. It's nuts. Dollar twenty nine in chat. What's in that mason jar? <laughs>